Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of What's Going On Here. Uh, this is episode 27. My name is Tomo Lovrick, also known as T-Love. And with me, as always, I have the glorious, the hirsute, the young, but kind of cute, uh, Lord Chancellor of the Realm, Mr. Sean Quigley. Sean, how are you, sir? Also known as the Quig. Uh, pretty good, thank you. Uh, very nice. I like yeah, that. You like that? It's yeah. I didn't go to wrestling route this time. No, no, that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's still good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the hair suits. I'm. Uh, I haven't shaved for an extended period. Of time <laughs> right, that's well, fine. that's why her suit kind of came. And it's become. It's like a social experiment of mine now. I'm. I, I I've never. I've never considered myself to be a prime beard growing type. <laughs> so I'm just at this point now. I'm like. You know what? Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to prove well, that cares? I can grow a beard. Who cares? Who cares? I want to I know. Well, yeah. the, you're well on your way to discover, young man. And uh, to, today we have a very special episode, uh, uh, kind of the holiday special, Christmas special episode, because we have somebody with us that this has been a long time coming. We have to get the schedules Santa right. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. No, it's not Santa Claus. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> See that? We have with us Mr. Young Brad Heller. Sir, how are you? Uh, uh, morning radio sports anchor in New York City, people. I don't get an introduction like that. If you want. I okay. mean, here's, uh, ladies here's and gentlemen, suit. I haven't shaved in a while. Okay, like this is this. true. Okay, here, here's the introduction <laughs> for our special guest. And with us today on a special day, we have with us a young Syracuse alum who came wearing his school pride colors who is looking a little bit fuzzy, but a little bit wuzzy, kind of cuddly like a teddy bear. And ladies, you will always leave him with care. You should have said beware. Ladies. Or ladies beware. Oh, no. You and ladies ruined all... it. It was going so well until you ruined it. Brad Heller, sir. Brad. Take two. <laughs> Take two. How are you, sir? And welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us. Thank you guys for having me. This has been a long time in the making. It but, has been. Uh, yes, indeed. Glad we could finally do it. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, a little background for those of you that haven't listened to our show before. We watched the middle 20 minutes of a TV show or movie that few people have seen or heard of. Uh, if it's foreign language, we turn off all subtitles. We watch the middle 20 minutes and figure out, try to figure out what's going on here. At the same time, we review local eateries and local brew when possible. And today's local eatery that we're reviewing is Casual Habana Cafe. We've done it before. Uh, this time we're doing the location in Hackensack. And we did uh, their empanadas. We did a chicken, the beef, and the chorizo and bacon empanada. And we're reviewing because it's the holiday special and Merry Christmas, folks, and whatever else. Uh, Merry, happy, Merry Kwanzaa, whatever it is. Um, River Horse Special Ale we're doing by the River Horse Brewery and River Horse IPA. So we're doing two beers today, guys. Mm. Two beers. Are you excited? I'm fired up. I mean, this has been sitting right in front of me, just calling my name. So. <laughs> well, all right. Well, without further ado, like we always do, let's uh, crack open these brews. See that? You give the listeners a little bit of a, a little bit of a 
sound effect. It's all about there. the Nat sound. Cool. It's all about the sound, Sean. Here you go, sir. Thank you. And uh, let's, uh, I guess, sample this. This is a five and a half percent alcohol by volume beer. This is the River Horse Special Ale. It doesn't have any IBUs listed on them, but uh, gents, happy holidays. Cheers. 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 Let's. let's uh, all right. Let's, let's do it. Indeed. Let's do this. Oh, this is an American Amber Ale. Hmm, I like it. A little bit, uh, a little bit extra carbonated. Bottled and brewed in Ewing, New Jersey, which I want to stop by on my way home now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, they are like a lot of the small breweries. They're open like Thursday through Sunday, and you can go by and get the. They have tours, and you can do sampling. So hmm. yeah. This is a question. I don't know if we've brought this up before. This is an American thing. We don't have this in England. Okay. All bottles that have this thing on the side about five cents. Recycling. You get paid five cents. In those states. In these, in those states. In those states, if yes. If you like bring it to To a grocery store or whatever, right. They give you five cents. Five well, they, cents tack on, they tack it on when you buy it and then you just get it back. Exactly. It. Technically is what it is. It's to encourage recycling. That makes like sense. growing up in the former Yugoslavia, there, you... If you didn't bring something, like, let's say you went to get a case of beers, uh-huh. and, and they were the big, like, uh, uh, half-liter beer bottles, and you went to get a case, you got 24, you don't have 24 bottles with you, you're going to get charged extra per bottle because you don't have something to give back and forth it's to encourage recycling. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is what they do in these states, in New York, and so that's why, that's why you'll see, like, a lot of homeless people digging through garbage because they're looking for cans and, you know. Because yeah. you get 20 of these, you get a buck. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked in, in, in like a deli in Queens and some of the homeless guys, old guys, they'll come in with a bag with like 200 cans. Yeah. And you know, get a nickel per can and there you go, some cash. Yeah. So. Now I know it's River Horse, that's the name of it, but what is this this logo? Is that... It's a hippo. It's a hippo. Hippo. Hippopotamus is, or is original, it's basically it means River Horse. Of course. Yeah. So and you learn something new every day on this show. Yeah. So I'm good. just gonna keep having another sip. Yeah. Right. So means river horse. What does that mean? What? Oh, it means river horse. It means river horse. Oh, I thought you said it. It's a means river horse. Like, no, no, no. It means river horse. It like a hippopotamus. No, actually, a hippopotamus is a mean river horse. Yeah, yeah. nice river horses. Yeah. Is that that's true? Like, the mean ones are hippopotamuses. <laughs> the nice ones are. Wait a minute. But is it hippopotamuses or is it hippopotami? Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. <laughs> I'm gonna go hippopotamus. <laughs> Hippopotamosis is when like two hippos have sex. That's what that is. Hippopotamosis. Did you guys play Hungry Hungry Hippos growing mm-hmm. up oh, as kids? Yeah. One of the one of the better board games. Yeah. That, that I remember. Is that technically a board game? Because that was kind of like right in the realm with like a Rock'em Sock'em mm-hmm. robots. Where it's not really yeah. kind of in the middle, I guess. I mean, it was, it was a game. Yeah. It was on the shelf at the toy stores with all the board games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, I don't. If you don't got, if you got tired much. of Candyland or Shoots and Ladders, you go to Hungry Hungry Hippos. This is true. Okay. And then all my right. brother and I would fight over the hippos, and that would end the game. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, what are brothers for? Exactly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Just to fight with. You know. Okay. Well, so today's uh, a TV show <laughs> that we are watching. Oops, somebody's dropping a bottle cap. Is um, My fault. I, I didn't even mention what... I talked about the food, the drink. This is a nice beer, actually. Hold on, let me... Before I start talking about the TV show. Let me get another sip, because this is nice. It is nice. 
it's um it's it starts almost it starts very hoppy but then ends up kind of smooth and a little bit sweet i kind of like it or at least that's yeah. what i'm getting out of it yeah it's a little bit more there's a little bit more to it than just a normal you know standard i was stuck i was at a family event yesterday uh Sam Stuck. I had a good time at a family event. It was, okay. uh, my wife is Jewish. It was their Hanukkah. Mm. They do. And, uh, okay. we, the, 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 it changes who hosts it each year, but who hosts it this year? The, the uncle and aunt who hosts it. The uncle's the beer guy of the family. He's thought of as the beer guy. The, the beer guy. He always drinks beers. Like, it's like, oh, he's the beer guy. But, like, of course, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's beer is beer, beer <laughs> yeah, whatever. Beer. No, no, it's not. <laughs> so, I had a Miller Lite yesterday. Oh, that was the best beer I could find. Oh, no. So, well, my friend, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, yeah, if this, if I had this, then this would have been a much better yeah, gathering. It would, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think, yeah, I think a Corona Light and like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh no! <laughs> Corona That's, light, like what's the point of that? It's like, the point it's of that. It's not even what. No, it it barely it's barely even yellow. <laughs> yeah, it literally looks like you peed in a bottle of water. It I mean, it, it's it's it's, uh, it's just terrible. Yeah. Definitely not having that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now the visual is there. You're done. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't speak in beer language like you. Hoppy, smooth. It's like I take a sip. Is if it's something I'll keep. Taking sips of, then it's good. Yeah. If it's one sip and done, then I don't like it. Okay. So I've had more than one sip of this one. So, so it's good. Like the hippos. <laughs> okay. Very good. You know, Excellent. The hippopotamus river horse special is uh, it's a go. It's, it's a go. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you're a brewer. You're a brewer's dream. You are. You are. Yeah, you, are. Yes, you, are. <laughs> like, you should be oh, in charge of marketing. Try this one. Like, try oh, that one. Don't look at any of these beers we have out here. We got some special beer out back for you. <laughs> Just uh, we serve it in this big old bucket here. Uh, it's named after an animal I'm in. <laughs> nice. Well, keep that in mind then, because I don't, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much you've listened to the show. We give the food and the beers a grade of zero to five at the end of the show. Oh, that I can do. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. All right. So today's TV show is we decided to go on an action show, and this is it was Spanish. A, it was under how do you not always go on action? Because that. Well, I well, I mean, dramedy, you know, comedy, drama, horror. That today was action, I think. Yeah. Today was listed as action, wasn't yeah, it? Was it? I don't know. I don't. Know what, I don't know what it was listed as. I wouldn't think of it as an action. I mean, it was. It wasn't very action-y. Action, yeah, exactly. An action set piece. You know uh, what? Were we watching the same thing? You know what? It maybe there should be a semi-action category. Well, I'd say it was like a. I don't know. I, I, there was arson, arson and action. They're yeah. the same. That's, that's oh, this arson is true. Is there action. was arson. There was all right. Well, let's get to the name of the show. The name of the show is La Querida del Centauro, which is, I guess, the dear one of the centaur, or the favored one of the centaur. In translation, I could be ruining this centaur. translation. Centaur, centauro, and we watched episode twenty-one, and the name of that episode was Yolanda mata por Gerardo. So Yolanda killed for. Gerardo. Was that the same Gerardo that had the hit back in the 90s? Rico Suave? It wasn't there the was a guy who kind of looked like Gerardo. <laughs> there so was a guy, but it wasn't that guy. <laughs> and Sean's looking at us like, what I American know. garbage are you talking about? <laughs> so, no, you know what? If we gave him a mixtape from the 90s, that would definitely be on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And, and he would. It might even be on like, side A. It might even be on side A of the cassette tape. You would get from me a mixtape from the '90s. <laughs> they'd listen to in your car if your car had a cassette tape. If it didn't, then you need a new car or an old car that has a cassette player, and you would listen over and over. I, See, this is why he's a professional well, and works I, for radio, and I don't. I recently got a new car, and I only realized about a week after getting the new car that there was a CD stuck. In the CD. No. Drive. Oh, was it uh, like? And it's a mixtape CD. No. A mix CD of light R and B okay. hits. Boys to Men. Okay. Brandy. What? He's a big. He's a big nineties R and B fan. I will buy that CD <laughs> off you. There's for one dollar. Brandy's cover of uh, Brian Adams classic. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> Brandy did a cover of it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I wasn't on yes, any of my mixtapes back yes, in the day. She did. Yes, she did. And and it's one of those covers that at first listen you may think, what was the point of this cover? <laughs> There's nothing different. I mean, it's the same music. Well, she sings all the same notes in the same way. Um, but I guess, but then after listen, she, you know what? Maybe this was the the version that should have been the whole time. Uh, not to not to brag about my sure show off my boys to men, knowledge, <laughs> but Brandy did date one of the boys to men guys for at some point so maybe she did it for him you know she's like i want to sing something for you but i don't have anything new i'm working on so maybe i'll just take something from the 80s we haven't now, heard this see, in that a while. would make more sense if you said she was dating brian adams That'd be why because she was dating wani morris and boys to men she should have just recreated boys to men's i'll make love to you and sing sure. it to him yeah yes. but he sang it so it's like I'm, I'm gonna sing a song that you sang back to you to show you that you suck Let's, a little bit of a competition. Well, I don't. Everything I do, I do it for you. That is a meaningful song, it and is. maybe it meant something for her to sing to him. But anyway, I don't know why uh, that was created. I, but I, just a guess, because there was Boys to Men and Brandy on the same CD. But anyway, yeah. personally, I think she should have um, done the, uh, the the Brian Adams one from the, what was it, Don Juan de Marco with the Johnny Depp. Tell me, have you ever really, really, really ever loved a woman? That was Brian Adams. That's right. That was. Oh, I haven't heard that in ages. <laughs> With good reason. Yeah. <laughs> because that was one of those. Remember for a while there in the late 90s, like every movie had to have like a freaking hit song. And yeah. it seemed if it wasn't Brian Adams, it was Sting or Rod Stewart or any combination of the three. And it's like, and it's like every movie, like Three Musketeers, there was the three of them, wasn't it? One for all and all for one. It was Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart. All right. Oh. Right? And and then like Brian Adams was in Don Juan the Marco and and didn't he also do the song for uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves? That was everything I do. Oh okay, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like for a while there was just like, and then Sting was writing, did the lyrics for Eric Clapton for the Lethal Weapon movies. Wow, you know a lot. You know a lot about this. <laughs> He just knows soundtracks. He doesn't know who sings any of them. He just knows this soundtrack from this movie. (laughs) Danny Glover co-wrote the Lethal Weapon soundtrack with Sting. Some of them are good. I like it when they're like pretty much have nothing to do with it. Like we were listening. I was in the car yesterday and we listened to Queen, and uh, a kind of magic came on. And I was saying to my wife, she didn't realize. I was like, "Oh, this came from the Highlander soundtrack, along with Who Wants to Live Forever." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They actually wrote that soundtrack for Highlander. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, because it's perfect. Because it's like. It's a great standalone song, and it really has nothing to do with the film, but from the one point in the film where Conor McLeod says, 
It's a can of magic. Yes, that's right. Like just shoehorns it in. Which they originally cut out of the movie and it wasn't available until uh, uh, they did like release it on DVD, I think. Because mm. I don't remember the. Because that when he says it's kind of magic, is supposed to be the woman in the beginning of the movie, Rachel, yeah. who's his daughter, sees him get shot because he tosses himself in front of her before the Nazis kill her. Yeah. And then he kind of comes to and she's like, and he says it's a kind of magic. Yeah. That was never in the original movie. They like added it later. Interesting. Because, oh, and here's a little bit of trivia for all you guys. My senior prom in high school was at Silver Cup Studios. Like where the sign is from the Highlander. Really? Yes. Yes. So, there you go. Anytime leaving the airport, I see the Silver Cup Studio sign on my way to LaGuardia. Yeah, sure. You take the 59th Street Bridge, it's right there. Yeah. So they had proms there? Yeah. Uh, of course, me and my buddy were on the prom committee, and like we come there, and they're like Silver Cup Studios, and we just looked at each other, and we just went Highlander, we're going, we're having the prom here. This is where we're having the prom. Yeah, yeah. Mine was in my high school gym. <laughs> yeah, our high school gym was not really conducive to having a prom. Saved by the Bell style. Remember, they used to redecorate the gym. Yeah, and just like put balloons and streamers totally. everywhere. A lot of balloons, and they just would cover like the bleachers with this, like you know, black kind of. I don't know anything to cover it up. Some this, kind like, of drape. Yeah, yeah, drapes like these curtains. <laughs> they would they would hang curtains over the bleachers, and then cover the basketball court, so you didn't realize you were just dancing on a basketball so court. People didn't just start like playing basketball. <laughs> everything I do, I do it for you, my brandy. You know, they 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 like push the baskets up. They push the baskets up to the ceiling. So they, you don't want those girls in those high heels to start like playing no, basketball. Psychologically, posting up, like, trying to even the playing field. They're too worried that if they have like the sports stuff in sight, that people will turn up to the prom and like just start crying or feel like you know not worthy. Like, oh no. <laughs> Okay. I was cut from the basketball team, and now I have no date. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you don't want to make those connections. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so the TV, our TV show. Luckily, I brought a big machine gun with me, so it's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. This is New York State. Oh, that wouldn't right. happen. No. No. Oh, no okay. If we were, if we were in, like, I don't know, Arkansas, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Or Oklahoma, sure. But not New York State. That doesn't happen. The cops even have to pass drug tests in New York State. Oh, wow. In the other states, they don't have to. <laughs> um, okay, so TV show starts with uh, uh, a woman talking to a guy. She's got a gun in her hand. He's wounded or looks like he was at least beat up. That's what we see. He's up against some shed. There's a body he to has the left. a little tiny p- bit of blood on his face. On his face, yeah. Like, but he's been applied to his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on the other side, like on his temple, there's like, looks like it's like a wound or something, but it really just, it looks like somebody actually took paprika and just kind of smeared it on, like, the makeup department was. But in a very neat way. Like in a very, was, yes. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, like a perfectly round. It was. It, it didn't it, compromise his beauty in any way. It, no, 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 no. It didn't. It didn't. If anything, it added to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And uh, so the guy and the girl, girls, good-looking girl, fair, very fair skin, blue eyes, brown hair, kind of uh, looks athletic, you know. There's a dead body on the outside of the shed. The guy's like panting heavily, like he just got beat up, and he's sitting on a like a, a propane tank for whatever reason, which doesn't seem so safe with her holding a gun. And then they're talking back and forth. It's very intense. 
and like a little girl shows up. Like, well, she's supposed to be a little girl. She looks to be the same age as this woman that's talking to the guy, but she's like in a schoolgirl uniform, like like a private school, like almost Catholic schoolgirl uniform. Talks to her mother for a little bit. Her mother sends her away, and she's talking to the guy. And uh, did it cut to the girl going back into the house? With the with the mustache well, they use, guy, they use the Radio Shack walkie-talkies at first. The woman communicates with a guy who's in a car. That's right. That that that's the next scene. Yes, that's right. So there's a guy driving, and he's got the baseball cap on. Everything's nondescript. Blank baseball cap, cap uh, uh, like a like a dark gray charcoal. Very raspy voice. Very raspy voice. Yeah, like he's been chain smoking and gargling thumbtacks since he was nine. <laughs> that's right. And he's he's going back and forth with her, and she's t- obviously coming up with fake shit for him because she's like making stuff up on the go. Our guy with the little paprika smear on his head, he's very handsome, also, but it, like buzz cut, like the Don Johnson, like two days beard growth kind of thing going on. Matthew Fox thing going on. He's like, yeah, in Spanish, Matthew Fox. Yes, 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 yes. He's got a really nice, uh, as Brad pointed out, that's a nice designer leather jacket. Which, by the way, did not have a smear on it. No, 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 no. no, Nothing. I mean... There was nothing. The tag is probably still on the inside. Like He just (laughs) bought it at Express before the scene started. It was a nice, soft leather jacket. He has some chains dangling out of his shirt, of course, to show. And one of the chains is like a dog tag, like a military dog tag. And um, so she's she's on <laughs> why? Why a nurse? Why? Why would you have dog tags around your neck? I don't know. Especially when you seem to be like on the run or something. I'm like, oh great, something that's gonna identify you just hanging around your neck. Exactly. You just fall off <laughs> at any point. And so so the guy on the walkie-talkie is talking to her. And then she kind of disconnects. She does the, oh, I'm sorry, losing contact, you know, and hangs up on him. And he keeps, like, talking to her. She tells the daughter, go into the house and do something. And then she's talking to the guy. And he, and obviously, from the looks of it, or at least to me, she's like, give me your ID. Give me your, uh, and he goes to hand it. And he goes, why? Kind of like, why, why am I giving you my ID? And then she's, and, and she pretty much explained, because that's what she did afterwards, that she's going to, like, make it look like he's still in the shed so they don't go looking for him. Mm. So there was a body outside to the left of the shed, and then you go inside the shed, and she's doing stuff inside the shed, and there's a corpse there. Or at least we think the guy's dead, because he's out cold. And he's got a cop badge in his ba- on his back pocket. He's lying stomach, face down on the, on the ground. So she, ta- she makes the guy take his wedding ring off, his watch, his bracelet. She puts it on the guy in the shed... Keeps the the, the 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 police badge they keep there. Yeah, yeah. Didn't take the police badge that? away off the body. You're trying to change his identity. Like, take right. that away. Yeah. And give it to the other guy and be like, now you pretend to be the, the other dude. <laughs> right, right, right. So she didn't do that. So good catch there, Sean. Are uh, we sure they didn't do that and it wasn't shown? Are we? Well, we're not giving too much credit here. We're going by what the audience sees. We didn't okay. see that. I'm, yeah, maybe in the next episode. Hey, they... these shows might be ahead of our time, and we just don't know it. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, this is true. It's a bit of a. There could be all sorts of swerves coming. This is true. This is true. So, um, she basically tells him get out of here. She takes the gun that she's holding, puts it in the guy's hand in the shed, takes the guy's necklace off, and tells dude, Mister Spanish Matthew Fox, to just like leave. And he goes, and he's gimping, and he's hurt somehow. And you're like, okay, I don't know how badly he's hurt or whatever it is. 
Then the scene cuts to the daughter. She, I don't think he knew how badly he was hurt because no. in in well, one of his hands was a little bit bloody. Right, but in future scenes, the limp got more, and then but I don't want to go too far ahead. Anyway, yeah, no, 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 you're, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then the daughter's in the house, and there's a guy on the ground, and I mean, he's got that. He's got a serious like porn stash. Professional. He professional. was a professional mustache. It was a professional mustache. Oh, yeah. That was like there. That mustache brooks no arguments. That was a mustache. Like the three of us, if we all shaved and just left mustaches. I don't know if we could no. get anywhere near no, as professional no, no, as no, what no, this no. guy had going no, no, on. No, no. That that guy's mustache was like otter fur. It was like just there was there was no air, there was no, no skin to be seen. That was just the perfect mustache. It was serious. That was a, it demands to be taken seriously. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was a serious if, mustache. If someone with that kind yeah. of mustache walked into this room, I would just I'd get up and leave. I'd be like, "This <laughs> is your seat, man. Say whatever you want. It is, You're taking over as a guest on the podcast <laughs> because right. I have nothing to add that your mustache can handle." Exactly. It is the sort of totally. mustache that you could walk into any restaurant or hotel in anywhere walk in and someone would in the process of saying I want to speak to the manager and would turn and see the guy with the mustache and go oh oh and just assume you're the manager and just keep talking I mean it's constantly people must be coming up to you going like are you in charge here right I'm like, that mustache see see see, see. see. pero pero como no just looks like everyone's boss that whole act like you've been there thing you got a mustache like that you're there you're there I mean, <laughs> exactly yeah. you don't even have to go so you go to the airport the, the, the really long security line you just you know pre-TSA man exactly. mustaches this pre-TSA and mustaches this way <laughs> you know stay, stay to the left that's right it's a tip for maybe like future presidential candidates we haven't had a strong mustache in a while it's a life hack i think it is we've never had we haven't had a mustache can you imagine not voting for someone with a strong dark mustache you know who the a... last president with a mustache was <laughs> teddy roosevelt dude they don't do mustaches anymore in office <laughs> teddy freaking roosevelt they don't do mustaches. Or any facial hair they don't really do facial hair it's like mm. Mm. Right. I was going to say, you know, mustaches can sometimes give off the vibes of being creepy, but politically these days, it, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. The creep factor goes through the roof. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So maybe a mustache should be like, you know, to downplay totally the creepiness, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is Isn't everyone. that ironic? Yes. You know? Well, he could be anyone. He could own the local hardware store. Yes. He could be the manager of a bank. He could, he could be, be a, a Spanish He star. could be a plumber with his own business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so the girl is in the house like sifting through stuff and Mustache Man like starts coming too. And he has obviously been knocked out because it looks like one side of his face is a little red and swollen and puffy. Like he just came from the dentist and just had some cavities put in. <laughs> it, it did kind of yeah, look a little bit like that. And he's all groggy and kind of, you know, the camera goes like out of focus while he's looking at the girl while she's looking for something. And, it, you know, it it cuts now back to... Our heroine, who I think that was Yolanda, actually. I think the guy was Gerardo, or Gerardo. And Gerardo's gone, and they cut to a scene of him, and he's walking through this very, like, I have to say, that little, like, stream was almost, like, manicured. You know, it was like this little, cute little gully that you would find in the New York Botanical Garden or something, with, like, all the rocks had just the perfect amount of moss on them, 
and he's walking very gingerly and carefully. There's no mud on him, even though he's injured, you know. He doesn't slip or fall. Once. Well, you can't get any mud on that jacket. No, well, no, no, for sure. He, not like, he had to return it by 5 o'clock before the store closed. He had right. to return it to by the full, end of the day. To get to get full reimbursement, yes. He probably had to return the This was thing. a low-budget film, a low-budget uh, television no, show. I, I, no, no, no. Although, I, it's I funny, with you. we would say that based on the new jacket and the fact that it would be returned, but then based on some of the other parts. Yes. And some of the other scenes and what we watched, then it totally goes against that. So. Exactly. So, so and, and, and I mean, I'm getting to that, which... So, so now they show the girl comes out of the house, and then they show the mother. And the mother is right, like, is, like, searching through drawers in the shed. And then she has, a, like, a big, like, plastic fuel tank of gasoline that she starts pouring everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's pouring it all over the shed... She's pouring it, you know, on the body. Uh, she's and then she's doing the, you know, the, the the stereotypical trope, running with the gasoline out the shed, you know, leaving a trail, and then backs up, and the daughter comes over, and the mother throws like a match on the gasoline trail, and it lights up and lights up to the side of the shed, and lights up a little bit to this side of the shed, and she's backing away, and all of a sudden this shed starts just blowing up. Like, not just like one clean boof or just catch on fire. Only after she's turned her back on Yeah, 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 right, right. Because it's like, you see the flames are licking and the fire's going. And you see the shed is in focus. She's out of focus. And then they slowly focus on her and the shed goes out of focus. And she's got that, like, Armageddon walk that they all did in Armageddon, you know, when they're walking down the hall. And like Nicolas Cage in Con Air when he's walking away from that. I don't know, whatever you want to call that. From everything. From everything. From everything. You're right. From every, in every scene. In every scene. Con Air. <laughs> Nicolas Cage has that strut walking away. Things are just exploding behind him. And, and That's like Nicolas Cage's career, I think. Nicolas Cage coolly walking away from the shitstorm that's just blowing up behind him. That is some of his films. He's walking, walking away unscathed. <laughs> from the, unscathed. Just like... I'm Nicholas Cage. I don't know what's going on behind me, but there's money in front of me. <laughs> this negative it. 23% movie on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm walking away like I was never even in it. <laughs> exactly right. Like negative 23 is a thing. But whatever. Some of them were that bad that they could get negative percentages if it was possible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but I like Con Air. I'm just going to throw that out. Well, no, I do like you know what? He Anytime a, it's on, I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what part. He had a couple of really like fun movies. I mean, they're nothing special. You know, when you think about it. script, whatever, it's all tropes. Yes, but they're fun. Uh, the Rock a, is one of my favorite. The Rock one is of my great. Oh, yeah. Sean like Connery. That. Sean oh, Connery, fantastic in The Rock. Yes. Uh, the Rock, Con Air. Um, actually, there was one of the early ones that he, he won did. an Oscar. Well, that's that was uh, leaving Las Vegas. That's I know, right. but I'm saying he won, he's he's won yeah. an Oscar, yeah, so we yeah. make fun of him. But the man has won an Oscar. Yeah. Yes, but ever since then, it's kind of Con Air was because he's been in some B movies that I'm like. What was the one um, with the, where he was the wizard? He was Merlin, the, the superhero. Seasons of the Witch. Was, was that what it was called? Season of the Witch. He was like a witch hunter in like medieval Europe. What was the motorcycle rider that was always oh, with his Ghost face rider. on? Yes. Oh, Ghost Rider. He made two of those. Yeah. Did he make the second one? It was a second Ghost Rider. Drive oh. Angry. That's one. That's like, because Gone in Six Seconds was good. I yes. like that movie. Yes, that yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he made Drive Angry. Drive Angry was a movie? Drive Angry. I never <laughs> even heard of it. Yeah. That was like Gone in 61 Seconds. We need a new title. Drive Angry is everything you need to know. <laughs> Drive Angry. Drive Angry, yeah. <laughs> I just ran a red light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What has he been doing lately? Uh, um, Selling his comic book collection so he could like not go bankrupt for everything. 
Because, you know, he has, like, one of the first Superman. I mean, he had the first, he had the action comic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the, yeah, the few people. There was, like, five left. Five of them left, left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had to sell it because apparently his accountant wasn't, like, keeping track of stuff. And so, because, you know, like all of these celebrities, you have a house in New Orleans, have a house in L.A., have a house in New York, have a house in London. Have, have a house in Bergenfield. Have a house in Bergenfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a, a Lodi, I mean, you name it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All over Jersey. All over Jersey. You know, it's that big podcast money that comes in. <laughs> and I won't be able to get to any of them because I'll miss the stop on the bus. But anyway, I digress. What has he done recently? Oh, you're, you're looking it up? Yeah, like, I feel like he's, he's kind of... He's been in stuff, but it's so bad that it just kind of falls under the radar. Like direct to some Netflix stuff? Or oh, Face Off, that was great. I like Face Off. I never saw Face Off. never saw Face Off. never saw Face Off. It got really confusing after a while, me trying to keep track of which guy was which. <laughs> yeah. And there's only two of them, but I really had trouble... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping track of which guy was which. That's, I didn't see yeah. face off. It's a cool concept. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, because this is we're talking about late nineties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When Travolta was still, I mean, like, we're not we're not cutting people's faces off yet. Now it happens all the time. Well, now it's a Snapchat the... filter, but you know, <laughs> he was in seven films this year, guys. So I don't what? know how we missed it. Okay, you're lying. Stop. He was in Arsenal. Never heard of it. Vengeance, a love story. What? <laughs> Inconceivable. Is there more of an oxymoron than <laughs> vengeance and love? <laughs> Mom and Dad, what? the Humanity Bureau, Looking Glass, and Between Worlds. That one doesn't even have a picture. What the we hell? Didn't a poster for that one. Seven movies? Yeah. He's just taking every shit movie that comes his way. Were these direct to like... VHS and no one has VHS and nobody <laughs> saw them. Oh, Direct to beta. I missed, I missed last year's classic USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. Yes, because there's wow. definitely... Well, you know what that's all about, right? USS Indianapolis. Probably. During World War II an American Navy ship is sunk. That's, that's the... Look that's, at the poster. Jesus, look at that. Oh my god. Oh. That is a film and a half. Tom Sizemore and Thomas <laughs> Jane. I mean, that's like some legit wow. people in that Tom movie. Sizemore is in that? All the Toms, I know. Yeah. All the Toms. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there are some Toms that aren't in it. Hanks, Cruz, whatever. That's true. Right. Yeah. But they were they were asked first, and they couldn't do it. They were busy, so then they went to yeah, Thomas yeah. Jane and Tom Sizemore. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I mean, oh, wow. Just, Am I wrong? Or <laughs> every Nicolas Cage movie poster... <laughs> Just it's looks way better than great. the movie. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, they make the movie posters look so good. And then you go see the movie, and you're like, okay, that was nothing like the movie poster. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but the Indianapolis ones. is, that's, that's the monologue from Jaws. What monologue from Jaws? That, that uh, what's his face? The captain does. He says, when, when Dreyfus says, you were on Indianapolis? Yeah. And then we're in the water. Oh. That's what that, that's what, that's what that's oh. about, I'm guessing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's the monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So they made a movie about a monologue from Jaws? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and so in that case, it makes total sense that Nicolas Cage stars in a monologue. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. it not make total sense that well, they're going to do a monologue well, and he stars in it? Well, what did it say? The, the, the one with um, the smart sharks? D- Deep Blue? Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea? They're making a sequel? Oh, yeah. I was just like, what? Why? The original was with Michael Rappaport and LL Cool J, and it was just like terrible. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, it's a bad film. I'm thinking of the. And then there's also Deep Blue, Into the Deep, Into the Blue, Deep. The, 
Honestly, there's probably 38 movies that have the words blue. Into the yes. Blue, Deep Blue, Deep Blue Sea, Blue Sea, Sea Blue, Deep Sea, Sea Deep. Um, I just and, named and a how dozen many of those movies. And Nicholas like Cage is in paints. <laughs> A lot of those are just paints. <laughs> right. <laughs> just paints, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and... Rod Stewart, Sting, and Brian Adams did soundtracks for all of those. Yeah, I think they have a contract to just do anything with these words in it. You have to create at least one song for the soundtrack. Yeah, probably. I, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. So, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, she's walking away. Yolanda's walking away. The camera comes into focus on her. And the shed starts, like, burning up. And then some canisters to the side of the shed start, like, blowing up like firecrackers, like, shooting into the air. Like, like the episode, have you ever seen the episode of Mythbusters where they uh, show, like, the explosive power of a water heater? Like no. a, I don't know. Well, basically, like, all water heaters have a sh- uh, safety valve on it. So if the pressure builds up, water can shoot out. And those that, like, have a faulty uh, safety valve, they'll literally shoot up through your house like a rocket and take your house off the foundation. Like it'll shoot like a missile. It'll go straight up into the and it's happened like in like in Minnesota and things like that where people for whatever reason their safety valve wasn't on correctly and the the water heater would just build up so much pressure and shoot up like a freaking cannonball. I believe they're making a movie out of that starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably Did you check the safety water valve? heater hell. <laughs> the boiler. Oh my god, where's the safety valve here? Where's the safety valve? I have to find the safety valve! <laughs> you don't understand what is the safety valve! <laughs> <laughs> if I close my eyes, I'm like, oh my god, he's in the room! <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. so she walks away, the shed starts blowing up, first with canisters, and we're like, wow, that's a hell of an explosion for a little bit of gasoline, but we ain't seen nothing yet, because then the shed starts exploding like there was... I don't know, an entire gas tank full of full of gasoline in the shed and TNT involved and dynamite because that shed just like... Well, it was blowing up like there were several controlled specific explosions I think going right. off in order, yes. like set to some kind of sequence. Know, sequence. Almost like some like. pyrotechnics <laughs> expert yeah. had set it up. Yeah, it did look like that. <laughs> and... And she walks out, oh, and then she comes back, and the daughter's just, like, quietly, like, acquiescing to all of this and not really saying much about, like, what's going on. The fact that her mother just, like, burned a guy alive in the shed. I sympathize with her the most. We'll get to the rest of it, but, like, yes. definitely of all the... Oh, there were a lot of characters in this episode. Yes. In a chunk that we saw, but definitely the daughter, I was like, man, this, like, middle school girl's watching a lot of stuff. Yes, know? yes. And then, inexplicably... The scene, switches, uh, the scene switches to a boxing gym. And there's a guy with, like, tattoos on his shoulders, but he's got, like, a hand towel over his shoulder. And there's a girl next to him with her hair done in braids, and she's supposed to be a boxer. And if you look at her arms, there's no way she's ever lifted her arms past her nose in her life, let alone be a boxer. And there's a girl jumping rope. A blonde girl, pretty girl. She's jumping rope, and the guy's kind of telling her, you know, you jump rope slowly, and then you speed up as you faster, go faster, faster, right? Faster. And they do a shot from behind because why not? It's 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 Spanish TV show, and the girl's butt is bouncing, and she's got two identical uh, um, butterflies tattooed on her hamstrings, if you remember, and it kind of looked like the 
butterflies were flapping their wings kind of as she's like jumping rope there. And then the girl says like... Symbolism. It's symbolism. It's, it's symbolism. Spanish it's, symbolism. It's, it's, you it know is. what? Scorsese, I'm not good at symbolism, but it's some kind of symbolism. Scorsese would approve, I think. Yeah. I think Scorsese would approve. As they say the flap of a butterfly's wings. In, a, a gym, a butterfly flaps his wings and then far off a shack blows up. Oh, 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 you know what? You're absolutely right. The, the uh, what? What did it call? The butterfly effect. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're right. It's chaos theory. Correct. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. You should know this math, boy. Yeah, no. I, mean, <laughs> I can tell you my times tables inside and out, but we're going to get into butterfly effects and chaos. I'm going to defer to the um, professionals on this one. <laughs> so anyway, but thank you for calling me out. <laughs> So, so anyway, anyway um, so the girl that doesn't look like she's boxed a day in her life tells the girl skipping rope also that she needs to skip rope better or something. Faster. Yeah. And the guy gets pissed off and tells the girl skipping rope, like, could you excuse us for five minutes? And obviously starts dressing the girl down like, you do not talk to the person that I'm training when I'm here training them because it's my, I'm their trainer, not you are. And she kind of looks at him like, ha, what are you going to do about a punk? And just kind of walks off. I feel at this point in the show, they're both fighting for who is going to be the supporting character in the series. Because yes. I don't know which one is. Right. I don't know who's the important person. It doesn't seem to have anything to do the with everything we The writer couldn't watched. decide. So no, they were just no. like, film this scene and whichever one wins the argument. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Gonna write <laughs> we'll figure it out. Right. More parts for It's just like, we want the boxing gym full of uh, sexy ladies. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. This is if you haven't it's heard all the episodes. The my favorite is with Sheldon's Spanish accent because he always sounds like he came straight out of Paris. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> His Spanish guy must be from Andorra because yeah. it's right down the border, France, Spain. I don't know. So, but anyway, so but then like the girl and the guy talking, and for some reason there's a dude in a full suit, like surreptitiously talking on a cell phone in the gym. And the, the shot is of the guy, like, they're looking at him through the boxing ring. And there's people in the boxing ring doing these, like, little dance moves, and which you, Brad, correctly pointed out. They were line dancing. They were they line dancing. <laughs> it was almost like, okay, we need, we do a casting call, we need some extras to be in the boxing ring during this scene. But, and it was like, the, no, the two people that got probably didn't know how to box. So, they're like, well, yeah. what can you do? Like, we can line dance. I go, just do that. <laughs> You're not even going to be in the shot. And they clear there's one clear moment in focus where these two people are literally line dancing <laughs> and the director must be like crap we they're not oh, just forget it no one's gonna see it we'll edit it we'll yeah. edit it and they forgot <laughs> they were famous boxers the that was cowboy joe the boxer <laughs> and uh hey, willie the cow you know russell they're i don't like, know i'm not a boxer by any means so maybe that's how you train in the beginning maybe that's how you warm up you know, maybe I'd say line dance. Maybe there was a good song on. We didn't hear the background music all that well. But it yeah. was just... You've not seen that know. Nicolas Cage movie? It was like, if you want to be a boxer, you <laughs> got to be a dancer first. <laughs> oh, when he was in jail, Con Air. I'm sure that's where they... <laughs> line, all the time. A, that's going to be 2018 release. Line dancing box champ. Yeah. <laughs> Con Air 8. <laughs> he line dances for his daughter's wedding. He's going to bring that teddy bear no matter oh. what. An undercover FBI agent who's also a boxing champion must go undercover in a light dancing national championships <laughs> right. in order to bring down a conspiracy. <laughs> and, and, and then they should market it like over the top the old Stallone movie and just call it over the ropes <laughs> it was like old, any old Eddie Murphy cop movie like 48 hours where anytime he'd walk into a scene or a bar he'd have to like then assume whatever they were doing 
whatever it might be. So maybe there was line dancing in this particular. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they're bringing that back. It was it's definitely a, puzzling that cut. Just like it was so obvious too. It was like okay, if they're trying to just pretend to box, or they're just to just do something, anything. Or it was someone who knew that only their legs were going to be in shot. So they were like, I got you saying interesting here. So the people <laughs> look at my legs. <laughs> right, right. And it was, that's what, yeah. You know what? That's for what it probably was. It was probably someone who's like. Pretend you're doing your footwork when you're boxing, because there's a lot of footwork to do when you're boxing. It doesn't look anything like that. That looked exactly like line dancing. <laughs> they were, yeah. For all those strafing yeah, movements. In you fact, have to do you know what? They, they, there was a lot of elbows at 90 degree <laughs> angles that were swaying. When, 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 when line dancing like became the huge hit, and every time they show a commercial, then there'd be all these schools with like line dancing classes, and the song that was always playing was Achy Breaky Heart. I bet your Achy Breaky Heart was playing in the background in that gym. The Spanish version. The Spanish version, yeah. yeah. Enrique Iglesias. Oh. oh. I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, I prefer the original Julio Iglesias. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm ch- Either Iglesias singing Yankee Breaky Heart is a winner. It's a Grammy Award winning remake. <laughs> yes. you know? With Adele singing uh, background chorals. And maybe that's what Wanye Morris gave to Brandy. In return wow. for everything I do, I do it for you. Here's the Spanish version of Achy Breaky Heart. Could it very well it could is. be it. So so then they cut back to uh, our field and and uh, Yolanda walking away and the shed exploding all over the place. Or or no 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 no. Then they go back to the Spanish Matthew Fox and he's going through the woods and he finds a jeep just like parked randomly in the middle of the woods and he leans on it. And he opens up the door, and you're like, great, the guy's going to hotwire the car and go away. But no, he just like opens up the door and reaches in and grabs a red handkerchief. And then closes the door and wipes like the door handle and wipes the hood where his like bloody hand came down. And leaves. And you're like, what? Because at one point, they show actually they show him when he lands on the Jeep that he's got a big like bloody wound on his side. You see it on the sweater. It, none of it's on the leather jacket, mind you. But it, it, it is can't be. Sweater. It has it to be returned yeah. by yeah. the end of business that day. Right. So, um, <laughs> so then it goes to, right. It goes back to Yolanda and her daughter from from him and the jeep. It goes to Yolanda and her daughter, and Mustache comes out of the house. Now they're by the house, and he comes out and he's all wobbly and he's like, "What the hell happened?" And Yolanda tells him something. My guess to your point of uh, Matthew Fox and these guys like fought and. Everybody blew up, or whatever. And he see he seems to be perfectly okay with this description. Like he doesn't, he just takes it at face value. This happened. This happened. Everybody blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. They take it at face value. Then they show. Uh, oh, but to cut back earlier to to the conversation in the gym when the when the guy with the uh, hand towel and the woman are talking, she asks him something about the guy in the suit. And he's like, oh, no, I don't know. Is it really? You know, he's kind of like questioning now what she she mentioned something about the guy in the suit. <clears throat> and now fast forward back to where Mustache came out of the house and um, got the explanation from Yolanda. After that, then, Raspy Voice pulls up in a Jetta. In a very nondescript, like, silver gray Jetta. And he walks out, and they're like, oh, and, you know, what's going on? Well, this is what happened. Everybody seems to be very nonplussed about this, like, giant fire that, like, has just burnt up with several people, you know, that is dead people. They're entirely, like you said, I, I think they're really, like, big-time, like, sociopaths, psychopaths, that they could just, like, 
dead people are dropping everywhere and they're uh, okay with it, kind of, you know? Like, yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, they've been through some stuff. They've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, been, they, they've seen some Especially shit. the girl. I mean, the daughter doesn't flinch to any of this stuff. No, no, no. She's just like, yeah, she's just kind of a blank face the whole time. She's, you know, speaking of blank faces, are you guys done with your beers? You're done with yours, right? Are you done, Sean? I, I tossed that off pretty quick. Yeah. Are you done? <laughs> okay. I, I think it's almost time to then, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give Sean a chance and me a chance to catch up and then we'll go for number two. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a vacation for me, Bergenfield, New Jersey, on a Monday. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm taking advantage of it. So if I drank my beer fast, it was just of excitement. No, <laughs> it was just excitement. It's well, you know what it is. It's all the exciting like Nicolas Cage movies you heard about that you can mm. catch up on tonight. Oh, I'm having year. a marathon. I think we should actually. That'd be a great podcast episode for you guys. Just have a Nicolas Cage marathon, just to see if you the can maintain your sanity. See how long everyone can last. That version of that thing about if everyone can keep their hand on the car long enough, forever the last one is wins the car. Uh-huh. But that, but like, who can watch Nicolas Cage sanity whilst just watching every Nicolas Cage movie ever made, and whoever by the end is still within their right mind and isn't like you know twitching and. <laughs> Tweaking. And clearly, you'd have to start with the seven from 2017. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Backwards. You've got to go backwards <laughs> yeah. to get to the good yeah. stuff. You've got, leaving Las Vegas is last. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a long way before you long get to like Raising way. Arizona. If you make it to all the way there at the end, then you can watch the Oscar nominated stuff. But That's now, right. you, now you got to watch the USS Indianapolis and whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting <laughs> films out there. Can't Wait, believe... Love and Vengeance or whatever, whatever that one was? Yeah, I... <laughs> Vengeance, a love story. Right, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Vengeance, Vengeance, a love story. A love story. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like <laughs> dinner time. The look on your face, you're like, God help me if you ever make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> I just put, I... Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, man. I feel bad. I really He's like had a hell of a career. Yeah. Somehow. Well, I mean, you, know, you get your name there, enough people are going to want to go see it. And, and you, But that's the other thing. If he's hugely popular in, like, China or Europe or something, people are going to go watch it. They'll make money. I guess. You know? I guess so. It's Nicolas Cage. I mean, you see it all I, the I time. I understand how they make, like, the USSS Vengeance straight to DVD. How do you make any money the on that? USS Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just making... <laughs> Now we're just making up movies he was in. The worst titles you can think of, starring Nicolas Cage. I didn't even catch that. I was like, yeah, that was a bad movie. Hippopotami or Hippopotamus, starring Nicolas Cage. Hippopotamosis. That's it. Hippopotamosis, starring Nicolas Cage. How much do you think he charges? Like, I mean... Well, you know, it, it cracks me up because I always laugh when you see the uh, um, audition, like, ads out there, like, in the breakdown pages, and it's like, this movie, film feature, we pay 200 bucks a day, big names only. I'm like, who's who's coming to work for you for 200 bucks a day? I, honestly. We know somebody. We do? Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Nicolas Cage is the only thing. He turns up and he's like, okay, I'll do it for $200, but do I get creative freedom? <laughs> they're like, yes, you do. Okay. Wait, wait. Do that again. I'm closing my eyes. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 think that's his, I think that's his thing. I think it's his modus operandi. I think he just, he just, he, you know, he just desires that character. He just needs characters. Yes, so, but... Well, I mean, you, you know what? I mean, we're being, <laughs> I guess, 
somewhat judgy here, but if you fall in hard times, what else are you going to do? Hey, Nicolas Cage never falls in hard times, okay? That only happens in his movies. In real life, he's a stand-up, successful human being. Okay. Mm. All right, Bradley. How dare you? Yeah. All right, Bradley. Settle down. Yeah. I'm just oh going to watch The Rock over and over. This is going to turn into face-off. <laughs> yeah, face-off. <laughs> Rip. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's John Travolta. We're on Scientology. Ah! <laughs> the fact that those two made a movie together that crushed at the box office is very amazing. It's hilarious. You know what I think they should do? They should, do, they should get together again for a movie, but like make it like sat- Sunday Night Fever. With Nicolas Cage line dancing and John Travolta. Sunday night face off. So, oh, Sunday night urban cowboy fever. The hits just keep making themselves. <laughs> I think it's, it's like it's you're guaranteed to make money on a straight to DVD release if you have a colon in there. That seems to be like the thing. At least looking at yeah, his, yes, if you have a colon, if you have a tile and then a colon and then like another bit, yeah. that's like. It's like you're printing money at that yeah, point. It's true. It's not like the USS Vengeance. Like Vengeance, <laughs> dot, dot. Yes. A love story. A love like story. Like it's like, oh, you thought Vengeance was good enough. Wait like, a minute. Oh, it's like, this is all the guys that are in the shops at like Best Buy and they're picking up whatever the fuck they need to get and like, they see a film that says <laughs> Vengeance and they're like, yeah, I want to get a film called Vengeance. Yeah, Vengeance. Oh, but my wife won't like that. Wait a second. Is there a colon there? A love story. Oh, yeah. This ticks all the boxes. Valentine's Day, bitch. This is like Bang. This, is, this is like the 48, 40-year-old virgin. It's the perfect date movie. Yeah. Vengeance, a love story. That's what I think is happening. They're like, we've got, but we've got a colon here to separate, to get both get multitudes of uh, yes. audiences to one film. Yes. I think that's what I, I, I think. I think you're absolutely right. That's a great... If we, if we like went back and looked and just found like all the movies with with colons and just kind of the, the dichotomy of the titles <laughs> and just been like, wow, how do you fit both topics in the same movie? The colon <laughs> makes it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it probably does. You know? Every oxymoron in the world just make that a movie title with the colon and you're like, wow, we can get any... B or C list actor, not well. Actually, all named Nicholas Cage to star in them. Yeah, uh, I there was a girl in college that uh, had a bit of a crush on me, and she used to insist that his name was Nicholas Cage. I would go with Cage. Cage would be a little more interesting, yeah. But she goes Nicholas Cage because, yeah, I was just like um Cage Cage. He says Cage. It's Cage. Okay. That that's a weird one. I don't know you get that. I don't the know. weirdest one um, that is legitimate for me. That ever, I mean, there are a few. Like Charlie's Theron is one that like no one ever says the name right. I forget what it is, but it's not whatever anyone says. It's like what do you mean? I think it's. it's, it's I think it's it like, is what you said it is. Theron and people said Theron. Oh, oh, like that. Oh, the, it, it's technically like Theron or something. Like it's weird. I like, don't know the actual. Well, she's South South African, so chances yeah. are the T H wouldn't be pronounced. It'd be just a T. So it'd probably be like Charlie's Tehran. Yeah, it's something weird like that. It, there's there's quite a few. Yeah. The big one though is, is Ralph Fiennes. That's the one that always got me. Everyone's like Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> no, oh, man, it's I, Ray. Ray. It's like no Ralph Fiennes. It's Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> it's Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> I, I I vote for Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. What's his sense. brother's name again? Uh, Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. That's pretty. Shakespeare strange. in Love. Did he ever do anything after Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, he's been in things. Has he? Yeah, Jeff he, did, he doesn't. He doesn't. Get he does a lot of theatre. Oh, okay. That's he does a lot of theatre, but he's he's done films. Um, yeah, he has. Oh, okay. recently. Okay. 
was he in Vengeance, the Love Story? Maybe he was in Nicholas Cage. Film. <laughs> That's under the cup. I think his Joseph Fiennes have been. He been might have Nicholas been the Cage. second choice. Look, we want Nicholas Cage first, but if we can't get him, <laughs> we Fiennes. might go the Joseph Fiennes route. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna go get us our second set of beers. Yeah, sound good? Sounds nice. If you say so.